What is up, guys? It's your boy, Tucker. I'm here with my guy, Josh, a.k.a. J Money, and welcome back to the How'd You Get Here podcast. Episode 2, back with Josh on the mic. Welcome, welcome. Good to be back. Apologize for no episode last week. Audio was kind of messed up. Didn't really have much energy in it either. Just decided not to drop it for the better. This one's going to be top-notch, though. Yep, yep. Give you the best product. That's what we're about. Yeah. You know who else is giving people the best product right now? Who's that? Taylor Swift. Why is that? She's dropped a new album. Not a new album. Red Taylor's version. I live under a rock. You do live under a rock. But Taylor Swift's overrated, in my opinion. I think so, yeah. Yeah. People, every time she does anything, it's like the biggest news of all time, is it not? Yeah, but she does numbers on the charts, though. Yeah, she does numbers, but, like, I'm confused where that comes from. Because, like, she wasn't ever, like, the most famous person ever, was she? No, I think it was just her ability to build a brand and fan base over years and years and be able to keep that fan base... You kept the original ones while growing on, so it just multiplied yeah. like a virus or something. It just seems like the last two years she's really taken off, and I don't agree with it. People are calling her the GOAT. Of what? Of just <laughs> what women artists, which is ridiculous. Ooh, no, no. I mean, Beyonce is three-time Adele. I agree. Adele, I mean, dude. Adele is top-notch. Nicki Minaj would have a case. Ah, She's not as close. mainstream as Taylor Swift, but, like, maybe the overall impact. But, I mean, Taylor Swift, like, would just write a song about your ex-boyfriend, and then, boom, you're... I don't know. Yeah, no. And, I don't know. Rihanna, probably. Rihanna. Figure. And then oh, yeah. you got Whitney Houston. Right. You got the older ones yeah. that I'm not in tune with. I just but I think Adele is top-notch. Yeah, for and sure. And she's coming out with an album, I think, this week. Wow. Yeah. And I they're going to compete, and I hope Adele kicks Taylor's ass. How many you think? What are you, number? How many first week? Like, s- album sales? Yeah. That's so weird now, because, like, who buys albums anymore? Well, it's, they have, like, a whole theory, or, like, theory for, like, converting the digital ones Yeah, I think into it's f- hard copies. 15, 1,500 streams There's equals album. an album sale. Okay, that makes sense. And I, I think Adele... Beats her by a hundred thousand. I can see it. Yeah, I, I think Adele's probably gonna have album of the year. Just because okay. everybody's gonna buy Adele's album. That's my, true. My That's mom's true. gonna buy Adele's album. Have or you not ever heard anybody it. that hates Adele? No, never. Exactly. Because she is top notch. Except when they tried to cancel her because she lost weight. Which makes no sense. But it's real. It's, it's it actually the, happened. Yeah, it's because of the body positivity people, right? Mm-hmm. Those guys are idiots. Why? That is positive to lose weight, is it not? Right, because she's getting healthier. I don't, I mean, I I don't know. She did lose it fast, though. What is it, crack? You think a little bit of coke involved in there? Oh, some kind of drug. Gotta be. Yep, yeah. Gotta be. Whether it's prescription or... Because if you're that famous, you can get a prescription for something that a normal person couldn't. Absolutely. Or, or mega dose or something. Yeah, Absolutely. If we came out with a mixtape, how do we get here, mixtape? How do you think it would perform? You know, you're a veteran rapper, the right, OG yeah. SoundCloud rapper. I've been in the game, man. You've been in the game. I've been trapped in these streets. How do you think a How Do We Get Here mixtape would do? 
15 units. 15 units? Easy. Yeah. Easy. I think it'd be... I'd probably buy 14 of them. I think Northwest Iowa would be top-selling album Northwest Iowa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, out of the one album that was released that week. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think if we get 100 followers on our Instagram page before Christmas, we have to release a song. Under one condition. It has to be comedy. Yeah, we'll do okay. like... It'll like Riffraff, like when Riffraff. Like Raff. a tiny, you ever heard Tiny Meat Gang? Yeah, something yeah, like that. For sure. Like Obviously, that. we're not gonna take a seat. Like a parody song. Yeah, it's yep, gotta be. It's yep, gotta be. Yep, for sure. It's gotta sure. be. That's a deal. And you said by Christmas? By Christmas, hundred followers by Christmas on our Instagram page. Me and Jay Money will release a song. We'll write it. We'll find a beat, and we'll come out with the hottest song of the year, probably. Definitely. Yep. 100%. You've already had a top song of the year. Right, right. I went uh, Triple Diamond. Triple Diamond. Back in 2015. Got shut off in the weight room one time. Yep, yep. That was a fun story. <laughs> Gosh. Yep. So we got that in the works. If you guys get to 100 followers, we'll do that. Promise. You know what else I want to do? What's that? I've been thinking about starting a blog. I got my laptop. I kind of want to start a blog. Just do it. I don't know what I would write about. It's just about your daily life. Some, yeah. Someone will find it interesting. Yeah. I mean, isn't that how David Dobrik started? It's like started. He started a vlog, video vlog. Right. I want to do a blog, okay. like a website. Oh, like type. Type. And yeah, just do it. Just post that content. Because I, I love, uh, I don't know how into Barcel you are. A little bit. But I, I love Barcel. And the, and the guys that I'm really into, like, I'll read the blogs that they write. That's the only time I ever read. Other than yep. that, I haven't read since, like, read since, like, fourth grade. Yep, yep. It might and be third grade for me. Third grade? Yeah. Yeah. Got to get those AR points. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out Spark Notes. It was a say in high school, nobody ever read a damn book. No, absolutely not. <laughs> get the answers and pass that around to everybody. Yeah, I've been thinking about starting a blog, dude. Do I it, be do good. it. I'm trying to get picked up by Barstool, Portnoy. There Pick you me go. Up. Work for David. What's that? I, I kind of heard bits and pieces of it. Do you want to talk about that... Uh, Lawsuit or he something? He got accused for rape or whatever. Did he? Well, th- this... Is it just one accusation or is it... It was one? like, there was like three in there. One of them, he didn't even know the girl. Okay. Like, he came out with facts showing that it was all false. Right. But, uh, biz- I think it was Business Insider, which they put everything behind a, pay- a paywall. What's that? Like, so in order to read their articles, you have to pay a monthly fee. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, they never said that Dave Pornoy raped these girls. They were just like they they said that he did acts that would like they resemble were hinting rape. at it. Yeah, but there's so they uh, can't confirm it, but there's speculation. So, so they just try to push you to the narrative. Exactly. Like they talked they talked to these two girls, and uh, one of the girls was like, "Yeah, I I messaged Dave Portnoy, I flew out to his house, we did it, but he was doing some weird things to me. But like before they went, Dave showed uh, like messages with the girl." Saying that she has rape fantasies and stuff. So, like, he, like, he wasn't, like, raping her. Maybe right. a little bit more rough sex, but uh, the girl has been on social media since this article has come out and said that uh, she never accused him of rape and never said it wasn't consensual. I think that should just be enough and it shouldn't even be a story anymore if you're already changing your story after the exactly. first article's out. Exactly. Like, she had legit come out and said it wasn't rape and it was consensual. All of it was consensual. And then the, the other one was a girl that uh, went to Portnoy's house, like, just wouldn't stop messaging him. So he's like, all right, come over. 
and then they had sex, obviously. And then Portnoy left uh, Nantucket because that's where he stays in the summer. And then uh, this girl said she went like suicidal, depressed because of all that stuff. But he has showed message after they hooked up of her being like, I can't believe you're still talking to me. And he said, you miss my dick yet? <laughs> and, and she was like, yeah, I miss it. So I think she made that up to try to get attention, obviously. Yeah. And, and she said she filed like a police report and there's no reports found. But Business Insider decided to put this all in there anyways without any like evidence. Right. Because they know people will believe that. That's just how it is. It's just like when an NFL player or whoever, athlete or someone gets uh, accused of a sexual misconduct or even a rape charge, they're instantly suspended or instantly denied of anything. And, like, Sean Oakman, she came back and said, like, that was a guy who was supposed to go in the first round, potentially a top ten pick. Is that that Baylor dude? Yep. Yeah. Yep, the guy that was a mean because he was, yeah. like, 6'8 and all muscle. and But... He they or she said three years later, oh yeah, it was false, but he didn't get it. He got I think he got like a tryout from somebody, and I think he played in the XFL or the CFL, but he never really made it in the NFL. But he had his shot or he was set up to. But then she accused him of rape. So for three years, everyone believed that he was a rapist, but there was no truth to it. And and people believed it probably. Right. Oh, 100 percent. And that's that's all my whole point is. You know, it was just this accusation, and everyone believes it. Yeah. He doesn't get drafted. Nobody will even take a look at him. Nobody will even try to hear his side of the story until it's proven in a court of law because we'll just assume the worst. Just yeah. like here, reporting is getting his name slandered. When it, when it comes to rape, off of a stupid when it comes to rape, you are guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. You are guilty until proven innocent when it comes mm-hmm. to rape. And I think girls who lie about that shit should get the charge that they were. They should go to jail. Dude. Yeah. It's yep. ridiculous. It, it ruins is. people's lives. It is. And if it ever happens, you should uh, sue for defamation on your name. I think is that what it's I called? Think, I think that's what it's called. So I, I think it probably said but We're pretty dumb, though, so we don't know if that's what it's called, but I think that's what it's called. Right. So it's. I think you should sue for millions of dollars and win if you can't get her in jail. because, And maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah. rape should be taken seriously. It is a terrible act. Yeah. It is right up there with murder. But if, you know, you can just falsely accuse people and just get away with it, if you're working from a women's standpoint, you can get free clout, you can get money out of it. I mean, why not do it if there's exactly. no ramifications to it? Exactly. It's so stupid. Such a modern-day issue that just gets swept under the rug. And but. it's getting worse. Actually, I don't know if it's getting worse. It might be turning around a little bit. It's always going to be prevalent. Especially yeah. with social media. Yeah, social media, it's the fucking worst. I wish I could stay off of it, but I can't. Like we said in the last episode, it's just an addiction. It is. It truly is. It is. If you sued somebody for a lot of money and you won, what's the first thing you would do with that money? Depends, like, what am I suing them for? I don't know. You know, we'll say somebody, like, runs over my foot. They're like... Usually sue to get compensation for damage done to you, whether it's like to your image or yeah. physically or mentally. So say a girl uh, accuses you of rape, you sue her, you get you win, you get a ton of money. First thing I would do, um, set it up. So 
when I do have kids in the future that my kids will be set and then their kids will be set. Use the money to invest. Because material things, you think about it, you enjoy them for a while and then it just becomes a normal part of your life and then you get greedy. That's just yeah. how it is. Just like when you get a raise at work, it's cool for the first week and then after that you just expect it. Yeah. And then not too long later you want another raise. Exactly. You know? So you just always want more. So that's what I do is just set my future generation of offspring up for... You know, so they don't have to worry about sending their kid to college or making a payment on rent. I'd probably buy like an NFT or something. And I, I'd probably buy a house. I want my own house. I'd definitely buy a house. Too. I've been thinking about buying a house right now, actually. See, I want to, but the market's just garbage. It up is. Here. And uh, I'm probably going to, if I buy a house, it'll be in Haywarden. Right, right, right. And all the houses that go for sale in Haywarden are pieces of shits, dude. Right. Like they would need so much work done to them. Yep, and the whole flipper market in Hayward is a lot different than up here because... Nobody wants to be in Hayward. Right, nobody will buy it. I do think our school district's getting a little bit better, though. We kind of got a new, like, core group in there. Yeah, they got to figure out the situation at the elementary school first. Oh, yeah, I think think we'll figure that out. Would you buy a house that somebody was murdered in? No. Why? Too superstitious. What about somebody that killed themselves in it? No. I don't think I could either. I just gonna say no to either. I, I hate death. Yeah, and I think if a light flickered, I'd be like, "Oh, John's back." Yep, time to go back from the dead, John. Yep, you can have your house back, John. It's all yours, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you. It's crazy how you're basically renting your whole life, right? You buy a house, but that's not really your house. The second you die, it's somebody else is moving in. Right. That's so weird to me. Like. Imagine how many more people have lived in that house, like, before you're going to buy a house. Unless you're obviously building a brand new house. Right, right, right. But, like, say you get, like, Haywarden, those houses, old. I bet there's probably been, like, up to ten families that live in some of them. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yep, yep. Kind of makes me sick. I kind of, I want my own place. Yep. Gosh. What do you got for us? Um, so like we said in the first episode, we'll try to do like a weekly conspiracy theory slash mystery. Um, and today we got the story of D.B. Cooper, which if you haven't heard of it, it was, so, um, on November 24th, 1971, the day before Thanksgiving, a man unidentified, his name was Dan Cooper, hijacked a Boeing 727 aircraft and uh, asked for $200,000 in ransom, which is equivalent to one, uh, one and a quarter million in today's dollars. Um, so basically what he did is he got on a flight. Let's uh, see, he had a, or he said he had a bomb, or he had a briefcase that had an actual bomb in it. And don't forget, this takes place in 1971. So he's identified as Dan Cooper and all the people on the flight said that uh, he was in his mid-40s and he wore a black tie and a white shirt. Um, so he released the passengers after he told, um, like, the national, what's it called, the national air... Air whatever. service yeah, people, yeah. something like that. They keep track of the planes. Right, right. So they, he landed, released the... Um, Passengers, passengers, and then took back off in a um, 
out of the Seattle Tacoma airport. And then he went back up in the air. The pilot, he, let's see, the pilots flew the plane. And then he eventually, uh, he had parachutes because that was part of his ransom with the money. So then he jumped out of the plane and they had like a certain radius of like where he would land. He landed, but they never found him to this day. And they searched for uh, ransom money. And, um, but actually on nine years later, on February 10th, 1980, an eight-year-old was vacationing with his family in the Columbia River at Beachfront, um, down about nine miles from Vancouver, Washington. Uh, This little boy found money, and it was connected to the hijacking. Um, But it never really came out or like it never like it was proven that it was from but only $37,000 were found of it out of the 250000 so all the money is still loose and if Dan Cooper is still alive and running he would be probably in his early 90s to late 80s which is probably not alive anymore probably not but it's also wonders that they never found anything about his body or anything that is crazy how some dude could just disappear like that yeah granted it was 50 years ago but still it wasn't like a it was a heavily wooded area or um, parachuted into parachuted into but they never found anything crazy alien I could see it I mean but then again what does an alien want to do with money that's true but, I mean, it kind of looks, got the same figures, like, uh, the rendering that they have of Cooper kind of look reminds me of a Men in Black kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. He's got to be something, like, secretive. Extraterrestrial, or, like, something we, and that's the, above a human. And he, did he fly the plane at all? He did, yeah. And just who knows just how to fly a plane? Someone is highly trained and dangerous. Exactly, Aliens know how to fly. Because the bomb like was real and active that he had in his briefcase. It wasn't just a decoy. And it never went off? Uh-uh. He just uses it as a decoy, but... Yeah, and then he parachuted himself out of the thing. A lot of theories were that, like, he messed up and, like, his body disintegrated or some shit, or... How, is, how would that be the case? I don't know. Parachute never went off. But then they would have found a parachute, too. And the money, right? Did he not? Did he have the money on him or not? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and they only recovered a couple of bills that were connected to it nine years later. But, yeah, the um, FBI suspended the investigation in 2016. Which is crazy. How people can just disappear. That's nuts. There's another story like that of two dudes who went to prison in Alcatraz. And they escaped. They're, like, the only two people ever to escape from Alcatraz. And there's never been a trace of them since. Right, because they used the raft made of raincoats or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, it's different. Though. Like, he was jumping on them physical land, whereas they were in the ocean. And I feel like their bodies could disappear a lot easier in the ocean. You're right, you're right. Especially with those currents and sand. But I have seen something on TikTok of some dude thinking that he solved it, where he found one of the dudes who escaped from Alcatraz, like, grandson. Like, he even said on TikTok, like, the dude's TikTok was like, I'm that dude's grandson. Huh. Like crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is definitely possible because they do the Alcatraz triathlon every year. Yeah. And people swim. Yeah. And I mean, 
you're in prison, they, all they probably did was work out. So they probably absolutely. Who's to say they were in bad shape? You know, that's what I needed. I just should go to prison. I'd get in shape. <laughs> do push ups and sit ups and play basketball yeah. every day. You know, but isn't it crazy how just people can just disappear off the edge of the earth? Yeah, like I said, I mean, there's a, I think there's a lot of stuff that we ne- we don't know about and we'll never know about. Isn't there know? a theory about uh, like national parks that they're just entrances to a huge like cave system and that's why so many people go missing in national parks yeah. because they fall down a hole or something yep and they're just stuck in a cave system excuse me yep that's that's crazy too right because like you if you ever there's these cool chart or there's this chart of it's a map of the united states and it's it's got like a dot for every 10 disappearances or something and then it shows you that and then it shows the america's cave system and Every place that is frequented with disappearances is like an entrance to a is cave. by a cave. Yeah, so it's it, it's crazy. Um, it's the lizard people coming up and taking us. I guess I don't know, man. We'll never know. It's the civilization inside their score that's taking us. Inside their score. I've never heard that one before. You've never heard that one. Mm-mm. So you know how there's like a. I don't know what a tr- it's called a treaty maybe where uh, you can't fly commercial planes over Antarctica like you have to have special privilege to fly over Antarctica right right so there's a story of some I think it was like during World War 2 some pilot flew over Antarctica and he said when he got to Antarctica there was a big hole in the middle of Antarctica and he could see down in it and it was uh, like a big city and stuff inside of Antarctica what the hell it, with like advanced stuff wow how, how true that is, I don't know. Right, but like it has to originate from somewhere. Yeah. Unless someone's a psychopath to make that up. There's a lot of those though. That is true. But it was, it was like two, three years ago now maybe. Scientists were doing an experiment down in Antarctica. Did they say they got like wavelengths that like could uh, lead to a parallel universe? Like they got waves from the center of the earth that could lead to a parallel universe. I think so. I haven't heard anything. Which that. is crazy to me. Have you like looked into parallel universes at all? Not really, no. So Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think he was, was like the Joe Rogan podcast, maybe I was listening to. Okay. And he said that there is a very, very good chance that there are infinite amounts of us. Like there's millions of Josh Mons was out in the universe doing anything trying anything like he said there's an infinite amount of us like there's a good chance that that's real that is nuts to me the fact that we just don't know this stuff blows my mind but everything I say is true though that's all I'm saying yeah 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 it's almost December it is you know when you're cold what kind of food do you eat to warm up? Some kind of soup or soup, chili. Soup. Winter is soup time, is it not? Oh, yeah. Are you a big soup guy? I wouldn't say huge, but like, if it's cold, yeah, I'll, you know, take some chicken noodle stew or make some beef stew or chili, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, is soup a main course or should it be considered a side dish? Depends how much you eat of it. Do you ever get full from soup? Yeah. You do? Actually, here's a thing. I've seen a study. They say 
they had like six people that worked the same job at the same factory. So therefore, your variables didn't change. And they had some way to test, like they did a CT scan of their stomachs. Yeah. And they served them the same food, but the solid food they gave to the first group, and then the second group they blended it up and made it into a soup, yeah. right? Didn't change anything, just made it up into a soup. And it was actually proven from the CT scan that their stomach was still more, or they were more full. After eating the soup. soup than the actual solid food. Yeah, but that's the same amount of solid. I feel like when I'm getting soup, I'm getting more chicken broth or whatever that that's is. That's true. There. That's true. That's why I like soup with, you know, a lot of meat like or a, a chili. lot of yeah. Definitely. What is your favorite kind of soup? Favorite? You gotta go with chicken noodle. I'm chicken rice, dude. Oh, I, I guess I mean they don't taste too different to me. They I see them as you're the right, same you're thing. Right, you're right. You're right. I like chicken and dumpling too. That's pretty good. Fire. Olive Garden. I don't get the whole tomato soup trend though either. Even with a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. I have I tomatoes turn me off so much I'm afraid to try it. I've never dipped a grilled cheese in tomato soup. Really? Never in my life. See, I'm so weird. I can't even eat a tomato on a sandwich or anything. I can't either. But like I put ketchup on almost everything. I don't put ketchup Except on for everything. Steak. If you put ketchup on steak, you're a I, psychopath. You're a psychopath. How do you like your steak done? Medium rare. Medium rare. If it's anything other than that. Right. I don't want to know you. Like, it's got to have a good crust on it. Because sometimes I've gotten a medium rare steak and, like, there's, like, no crust on it. And then you eat Crust? The, you don't watch Steak Talk? What kind of crust is on a steak? So, it's like... When it gets crunchy on the end, that's what it means. It's called the crust. So, like, the outside of it. The is outside of the crust, yeah. Okay. So, you, what I personally prefer is, like, a nice... You know, it's got a nice crust to it. You gotta watch steak talk, man. Do you prefer your steak on uh, like the grill or like a skillet? Skillet. Me too, I think. Because I got that. Uh, it's a it's a flat top. You got yeah, a flat I got top a flat top there. grill. And best damn steak I've ever had yeah. that I personally cooked. Yeah, because I, I used to have the the. Um, charbroil, whatever, grill, and it doesn't compare to the flat. Top. Have you ever had the Wagyu beef steaks? I haven't. I've tried one one time. Unbelievable. I put it in my mouth and it melted. Huh. I didn't even have to chew it. Is that the steak where they don't let the cows walk or something? They just always stand? I have um, no idea. Okay, maybe not. I know it's like, it's from China though. Yeah, yep. Yeah. My dad got one one time. They're like, a hundred bucks for a 12 ounce. Yep. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Yeah, but if there's not pink in your steak, you're doing something wrong. Right. Like, just go eat a hockey puck. Throw some seasoning on a hockey puck. Yeah. I don't... Get... Like, yeah, you're you gonna... can't even chew this thing. Yeah, you're gonna be chewing for 10 minutes. Right. You gotta go get a sawzall to cut the fucker, but... Probably good for losing face fat, but... I guess, yeah. It'll tone up your jawbone and... There's gotta be some pink in there. Everybody loves oh, pink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, it's gotta be, it's gotta be cooked a little bit because I've eaten some steak that was almost raw, like just the outside brown. That's called blue, isn't it? Oh, dude, it was nasty. So the wagyu beef that my dad got, like he looked up, like for a week he studied how to cook this thing because he didn't want to mess it up. Well, it's expensive. It is. So he didn't want to mess it up. They say so. We got like an iron skillet. We just cooked it on the stove on an iron skillet. Right, right. They say put it in there. Put it on one side for like twenty seconds. Flip it over 20 seconds and it's done. Really? And it was perfect. 
Wow. It was insane. awesome. All right, I got some good questions for you right here. We'll both answer them. Okay. Since humans can't see air, can fish see water? That That's a good point, because... I mean, but water... You can physically see though. I get no like underwater. But, like when we're right. if you're underwater and open up your eyes, you can see the water, right? Like you can tell there's a difference versus versus out in the air. So do you think the fish kind of see what we see when we're out of water? And then when when they're no. out of water, because they're the yeah that's true. I don't know. I would just say they can see water. They can see water. Yeah, because it's actual physical air isn't. I don't know. Here's another thing. I'm going to go with they can't see water and can see air. Because that's just more fun to believe. I guess, but I'm going to say they can see water. Do fish sleep? Yes. How? They close their eyes and stay still. That's so weird to me. How do you not get tired? Are they just, they find the perfect buoyancy where they stay where they're at? I think something like that. I'm not a scientist. That's crazy to me. All right, another question. This is the most important question I've ever asked you in your life. Because I've always been told I do this a little weird. Are you ready? How do you wipe your ass? From the bottom to the top. Like you go from the back? Yep. Yep. (laughs) I go from under my legs. You need to get checked out. I need to get checked out. Look up how to wipe your ass. It's 50-50 that way. People have shamed me my whole life for that. It's almost like you'd be wiping the poop all over your nuts. Do you wipe the poop all up your back? No. So why would I wipe it on my nuts? Okay, well, it's just a different motion. I'd never... No. And I've, like... Can you? Have you ever tried wiping with your non-dominant hand? <laughs> no. Can't do it. I Something would go really wrong if I did uh, that. Yeah. I would I pull a muscle. I'd break a bone, probably. <laughs> Fall off the toilet. I'd, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'd have to start screaming for help because I wouldn't be able to move. I'd get caught in a pretzel. <laughs> I, th- I would be so bad at that. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, are you wiping shit up your back then? No. Yeah, so That's I'm a good not, counterpoint. Yeah, I'm not wiping it on my nuts. <laughs> I don't know, it's just different. And I got shamed so bad in high school one time by some of my buddies that the next like week I tried wiping the other couldn't way. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Well, it's just like... So, you know, you were writing with your right hand all your life and you break your right hand and you try to write it with your left hand, it's... Impossible. Yeah, and like nobody really teaches you how to wipe your ass, do they? No. It's just so kind you of just kind of go with what feels natural. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is weird. Because if that felt natural to you, then well, you're messed up. I'm not messed up. Uh, well, we'll do that. We'll just put put it on the poll. We'll put it on a poll. Put it on the poll. Everybody can vote. I think you're gonna have majority, but it, like if you look it up, I bet it it'll says, be like fifty nine forty one. It, it says the two normal ways to wipe are the ways that we do it. I guarantee there's some psychopaths that find some other way to do it. Do lay down or something. <laughs> some I bet some people shit, take their clothes off, go in the shower, lay on their back, put their legs up above their heads, and just let the water hit their asshole. I, I could see it. I bet it would feel kind of nice. <laughs> I don't know about Would you that. ever get a bidet? I don't know if I'd get one, but I mean, I'd try it. Have you not ever tried one? I don't know. I have neither. I want to try one. Everybody says they're awesome. I mean, it's just a different way. I mean, you got to think how much, you know, you use more water, but it probably is better for the earth. 
Then you use it on the toilet paper. Yeah. We use. It's just an alternative. It's probably way better to for your ass too, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people are like baby wipe people. They use baby wipes. Huh. Which. I just didn't want my ass wet, but. But that means like when you clean something, you get it wet, right? That's true. Like it makes the most sense. It does, yeah. yeah. I guess different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I guess. If somebody gave you $100,000 to go a whole year with no teeth, would you do it? Hundred grand? $100,000 to go a whole year without having teeth. No. Why? Because it completely changed your diet. I'd probably lose a lot of weight. Well, I mean, that's one thing, but to, mis- to live miserably for... Think. But why would that make you live miserably? Because it completely ch- alternate your, completely change your way of life, completely. No, I mean you save a lot of time in the morning. You don't have to brush your teeth. You're not spending money on toothpaste, which you buy a lot of toothpaste every year. Yeah. So you're saving money while making a hundred thousand dollars, saving five no. minutes in the morning. I think I might do that. See, and you also wipe your ass from front to back, so... That's <laughs> the normal way to do it. We got a correlation here. It's the normal way to do it. We get it. We get it. You're crazy, Tucker. Do you think uh, the human race is close to being able to live forever? No. You don't think so? I think in the next 150 years, we get there. What do you mean, live forever? Like, we find something that allows people to, like, stop aging. I mean, maybe. I mean, we've altered... If you look at the life expectancy from, like, 1900 to now, I think it's changed, like, almost 25 to 30 years. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just off medical advances. I mean, maybe there is a quote-unquote fountain of youth. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, even if they do find a way to do that, I don't think it'll happen, though, because we're just going to get, we're going to get so overflown by people. They would have to, they'd have to put something in where, like, hey, nobody can have babies anymore. But China does that. I think you get China one does or two. Do that. Yeah, you get two. The third one's killed. Yeah, which is crazy to me. But they are. They're a lot different than. And there's a so many people over in China. So yeah. many people yep. over there. And I don't know. Maybe they'll come up with another population control, like AIDS or something. Probably. I mean that I'm. I'm gonna go say that already is a population control. Oh yeah. There's a website. I forget what the website's called. Where it literally says, it's a government website, that we have a cure for AIDS, but we don't do anything about it because the hospital industry, I don't know what money. that is. They make money from all the treatments that they do. Yep, yep. And it's like a, a way to control the population. I think, I think it's the same thing with cancer. I bet there's a, a cure out there for cancer. Oh, yeah. But they just make so much money off right. of patients. Like, why would they Because you're not going to make money off a cure. Yeah. Just like how nobody wants marijuana legalized or the big pharmaceuticals because it ruined their industry. Yeah. Because it has some of the benefits of medicine with a lot less of the side effects. Yeah. And it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Would you rather pee sand once a week or shit a stone brick once a year? How, like... Are we talking like a CMU, like an 8 by 8 by 16 Are we talking like a brick like you like see a, on a wall? Like a brick that you see on a wall. Like, I don't know what the oh. measurements of that are. Just I think I'm going to pee sand. You're going to pee sand once a week? Yeah. That is crazy to me. I'm shitting a brick once a, week, once a year. 
Because uh, I feel no, like I shit a brick for sure. Because I feel yeah. like peeing sand is gonna hurt just as much as shit in that brick. That's true, and you only have to go through the pain once a year. Yeah, exactly. Could you pick when you would have to shit a brick? I don't know. That would be good to know, though, huh? It would because just like, like oh, I got to shit, and then it ends up being that time you have to shit a brick. Right. Like imagine you're having a good ass day, and then your one time in your year comes up, and you fucking have to shit a brick, and it ruins your whole week. Imagine that splash that comes up out of the toilet and gets you. Well, a home bidet right there. You don't even have <laughs> to buy. And it's one. not it's not shitty water either. It's just a brick it's in just the water. A brick, yeah. Yeah, clean it right up. You don't even have to wipe. Right. I mean, you'd have to wipe the blood up probably. Yeah, there'd be some of that for sure, but that would be torture, dude. But I'm shitting a brick once a year. Oh, shit! Because I too. couldn't even imagine pissing sand. Once you think about it, definitely shit a brick. I had a buddy that had uh, kidney stones, right? Ooh, you piss out kidney stones. Those, yep. And he said that sucked so bad it wasn't even funny. I've heard that it's like up there with like pregnancy and pain wise or something. Yeah. All right, I got some Reddit shit that I want to go through with you. It's called uh, "Am I the Asshole?" So these people put. Uh, these little stories on Reddit, and people can comment if they're the asshole or the person they're talking about is the asshole. Okay. So we can go through a few of these. Um, we gotta find a good one. Okay, this one's titled, Am I the asshole for wanting my husband to turn off the lights and faucet? I'm not sure anymore, and I think I've gone insane. I'm posting it. I'm posting here out of desperation because I've been having this discussion with my husband for months. I used to think I was reasonable, but his inability to understand makes me think I'm insane. Please help me with your objective objective feedback. My husband and I live together in an apartment. I go to work every day at 7 a.m., and by the time I get home, it's 7 p.m. The lights are on in every room, and the water is running in the kitchen and the bathroom sink. According to him, they are on all day, every day. I cannot work from home, and we are wasting a lot of money. I have asked him if there is any reason he needs to turn them on all day, but he tells me that it is impossible to turn the lights off and water off. When I told him it's not impossible because he can turn them off using his hands, he says, but you have hands and you choose not to work as a mechanic, so I can choose not to turn it off. I tell him that it's, that it's different because it costs money and it's bad to waste resources, but he insists it's the same thing because I can technically be a mechanic, but choose not to do so. So why, do, why does he have to choose to turn the lights off? When I am at home, I turn them off after him and it doesn't seem to cause any discomfort to have them off, but he just refuses to turn them off himself. When I talk to him about it, he says I'm nagging him and that I should leave him alone. Is he right that I am wrong? And is his mechanic analogy accurate? By the way, we are a single income household, and I know we could be paying less for bills if he would stop leaving things on all day. Who's the asshole? Him. The husband, easily. Turn the faucet off. This has got to be a fake story. This has got to be a fake story. Right. Because if you're home all day... And you have all the lights on and all the water running. Would that not get annoying, too? Well, it would, but, like, it's just negligent and stupid. If I'm this wife, I'm leaving my husband. Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? That's That costs so much money. Yeah, there's no way that's real. It's just a hypothetical somebody made up when they were high. More of the story, dudes, the husband is the asshole. Yep, definitely. Husband's the asshole. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to check on my bedridden mother? I recently came into a situation where my bedridden mother had to move in with me. I'm 21 and my boyfriend is 22. From the beginning, he did tell me that he wasn't going to help her with with her in any way, shape, or form. I respected that. I've never asked him to do anything for her. My mother is a lot. She needs help with everything, going to the bathroom, showering, eating, etc. For some backstory, I work full-time while my boyfriend is a stay-at-home dad to our eight-month-old. 
Anyways, today after I had already left work, my mom ended up leaning too far down on her bed and could not breathe. She does not have the strength to sit herself back up, so she started calling out for my boyfriend so he could give her a hand to sit up. He heard her and chose to ignore her. This led to her having to throw herself off the bed to be able to breathe again. I got home around eight hours later and she was crying on the floor. She told me what happened and I immediately went off on my boyfriend and he defended himself saying that he told me he wasn't going to help her at all, but I was asking him if it really is too much to ask for him to check on her to make sure that she's not dying when she calls him. Am I the asshole? No. No. Like, I understand the boyfriend said that uh, he's not going to help in any way, shape, or form. But if she's calling you out and possibly dying, you're an asshole. Right. Like, are murderers, are murderers, murderers, are murderers assholes? Yes. If she dies there, that dude's a murderer. Oh, yeah. And that's an asshole. He, I think he would probably get charged with something. He's got to be. Oh, yeah. And, but I do it's think. Like neglect. I yeah. do think, girlfriend, lady. Put your mom in a nursing home. That is true. If she can't do anything on her own... And or have a nurse that comes yeah. and checks or something. Yeah. Like, I think you're an or asshole an for that. maybe. Like, you're an asshole for letting her come stay. Like, I understand you don't right. want to put your mom in a nursing home, but your boyfriend has already told you that he's not helping. So, and you're gone eight hours a day at work. Like, who's supposed to help her if your boyfriend said that he's not going to help? That is true. But That's I do true. think the boyfriend is the asshole in this situation. But overall... Put your mom in a nursing home. You're an asshole for making your boyfriend deal with that. Yep, yep. Do you agree with me? I do agree. All right. I put an uh, Instagram story up. Ask people for questions. Did anybody respond? Yeah, we got a few. We got a few. Okay, let's go. We already answered some in, the, in there, but... Oh, okay. So, here's one. What is something you did on accident that you couldn't do again if you tried? I was thinking about this all day when I read it. And I don't know anything that I've done on accident that I couldn't do again. I know what you've done on accident that there's no way you could replicate again. You're talking, was it the orange in Bose's class? No, no. Oh, run over to the cat. Running over the cat. Yep, yep. <laughs> that was crazy. This dude was on his bicycle. 13. And he wasn't even, like, going fast. It was just like a... I don't even know if his feet were on the pedals. He was just rolling probably five miles an hour. Just cruising along, you know. And this cat walks out in front of him, and he had a good 15 seconds to decide what he was going to do. And what he decided to do was just run this cat over with his bike. <laughs> right over dumb. His legs came off the pedals, and he bounced up and down like he was going over a speed bump. And this cat just took it like a champ and took off running. That cat's got to be dead now. <laughs> well, yeah, that was about eight years ago. <laughs> you just ran the cat. You had so much time to decide what you're going to do, too. I just kind of got deer in the headlights. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it happen in slow motion. It was like, the, and it was it, it was in slow motion. Like, I wasn't cruising down a hill. I was just rolling along. Yeah, it was flat ground. The dude was going three miles an hour. Not even. It was like walking speed. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> Funniest shit ever. <laughs> Feet came off the pedals. Everything. I, just, I, I need to find a video that's like is similar to it, and I'm going to post it on Instagram story and be like, this is what Josh looked like when he ran like that. Yeah, it it happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I felt so I hate cats. I felt bad for that cat. I literally <laughs> punt a cat, but I felt bad for that cat because there's no reason he should have been hit. 
There's absolutely no reason. Well, it shouldn't have been on the road. It wasn't a road. We were in grass. No, I was on the road. We were by the... It was by the road. I thought we were by, like, the picnic area. By, oh, uh, actually, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was on grass. Yep, yep. We were on grass. I trampled that cat. You did. That had internal bleeding after that, guarantee. I heard, yeah, yeah. Probably right. bled out its ass. Big Smooth. Shout out Smooth. What's your snap scores, and do high snap scores mean you're a hoe? Um, so, my snap score... Mine here. My snap score is embarrassing. My snap score is 89,000. What? I beat you. Mine's a... I've had this account, I think, since 8th grade, maybe. I've had my account since, like, 7th grade. Mine's 106,000. So I thought we're, mine... We're low ballers, dude. Oh, yeah. I would say too high of a snap score is a mil. At this point, it's a mil. Yeah. Because, like... I just feel like, I don't know if it's like attention, but like if it's over a mil, there's no way someone is that social, exactly. like genuinely social with people unless they just do the streaks where they spend, send and millions of snaps. I also think if you're worried about keeping a streak alive, you're a psychopath. Do you keep streaks alive? I do. That's so crazy to me. Why? Why? It's just a social trend that's become pretty mainstream over the years. The only streak I have is with my girlfriend and I'll keep it with her. My longest one is with Ryan Ping. Shout out to Ryan Ping. Shout out to Ryan Ping. We were drunk as hell one time at a shop, and I was like, dude, we'll just start a streak and see how long it can last. And it's currently at 1,151 days. Oh, my gosh. My high streak today with my girlfriend, only streak I have, 69. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, it's a great number. (laughs) But I, I also think a high snap score doesn't really make you hoe. I think it depends on how you use Snapchat. Like... I hate Snapchat because it's just people sending pictures back and forth. It's pointless, yeah. If if you're putting a caption and actually trying to discuss something with me while sending pictures back and forth, that's fine. Do that. But if you have a high snap score and it's just sending pictures back and forth. What's the point of that? It's so boring and stupid. You just want people to tell you, hey, you look good today. Yeah. That's you're, all you're, you're asking for. Yeah, fishing, you're fishing for compliments. So I think it depends on how you use Snapchat. Right. Good question, Smooth. That was a good question. All right. Jaden Topete. Okay. Us two in Vegas with $30,000. What happens? 30000 each? 30000 each. Sure, yeah. okay. Um, I think I instantly head for a high-stick slot machine. Slot? I it's It'll always get me. The slot machines? Yeah, I'll blow it. I'll blow about... 28,000 of it if not all of it and then go play the rest on blackjack and enjoy playing blackjack and then I'll get ballsy again up the stakes and lose all my money so I think I'm going straight to roulette and putting 15k down on red yeah like I don't think he's I don't think he understands we're not gonna go do all that stripper stuff we're not interested in that we're interested in coming home with millions of dollars right just a chance at 30 grand for free we're oh, gonna yeah. try to make that a hundred grand. Right, right. So I'm going roulette, betting fifteen k on red, probably hitting it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm playing blackjack all night until I'm a millionaire. For sure, for sure. Sorry about that. Josh just farted. Yeah, he's farted on Mike. But I actually just thought of another question. That's the end of our questions for the people. Okay. But, okay. Uh, send more questions next I, week. Yeah, yeah, send more questions. We like answering questions. Here we go. Last question because we're a little over our time right now. Yep. Um, red button in front of you. 
<laughs> every time you touch that red button, you get a hundred thousand dollars. But every time you touch the button, somebody dies. How many times are you touching it? Any random person. Any random person. Depends how much I need the money. Say you're right now. You the button's in front of you right now. No. You're not touching it. No. Nope. I'm touching it until I get to about ten mil, and then I'm done. That's fair, but I'm genuinely pretty happy in the situation I'm in. So. Would you like ten million dollars though? It would be cool, but it's not gonna, you know. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna, but it's gonna set you up for life. That is true, you know. Because money does matter if people tell you it doesn't. But at the same time, money's not everything. But the worst thing you'd ever had or ever happened to you would be like running out of money before you die. Exactly. That'd just be shitty. No, I'm pressing it till I get a cool ten mil. Okay, maybe I'd press it three times to get ahead and use that money to invest. Yeah, no. That's pretty selfish. Cool ten yeah, mil. I I I touch it at least. Get half a mil. I don't think it's selfish at all, to be honest with you. Well, the situation like that would never happen. So if you can get criticized for that, that's just stupid. Shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the odds of me killing somebody that I know, very, 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 slim. very, very, very. My slim. luck it would be. See, and if I <laughs> if I did kill somebody that I know, like, I would. I don't know what I would do. Right, right. I don't know what I would do. But it's so slim, it probably wouldn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'd hit it a couple times. You know, get ahead a little bit, invest it. What is it? For 10 mil, 100 times? I'm hitting it 100 times. I'd hit it five. Half a million is good for me. Because here's the thing. It's easier to make money when you have money than try to make money when you're broke. You're right. Think of that. It's That's facts. But is $500,000 having money? Is that really that much money nowadays? It's a good start. It is a good start, but, like, you got to buy a house yet, right? You don't have to buy a house. That's the biggest but, the biggest lie in American history is you have, you're have successful if you buy a house early and put yourself into debt. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why I don't have a house right now. I never understood it. But I'm saying, like, it's smarter to buy a house. One that, like, I, I'd probably build a house, to be honest with you. Yeah, because it's how you want it. I want to find a perfect yeah. house. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably build without a house. building, and that's gonna cost what three hundred k, depending on where you build it. Up, yeah. if you build it around here, probably all of it. Five, four to five, yeah. Yeah, so there it goes. There's your money for already sure, for sure. That's true. That's true. Maybe ten times, a million, million, quick that's, million. That's a little different. All right, well, we're gonna wrap it up now. I thought it was a good yeah. episode. Yeah, way better than the last one. Yeah, maybe. For 105 followers, we'll release that episode last week. I don't think we'll release it. The audio's so bad, you guys won't enjoy it. Yeah, it was bad. That's why we retune this one, and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode and stick with us. Stick with us. 100 followers, dropping a song. It's going to be fire, too. Oh, yeah. On repeat. Yep, yep. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Shouts out to all our listeners. Mm-hmm. Share the podcast. Interact with us on our socials. We uh, Tucker started Twitter and we got an Instagram. So yeah, and we're gonna try Let's to get better. Follow. We're gonna yeah. try to get better on that. We'll probably start recording the podcast pretty soon too. Yep. We just need to get Let a us camera. Know if you're interested in that, and yeah, yeah, like I always say have fun with it. And 
See you later. Deuces. No more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more. Los Angeles. Please. Shake that ball.